And welcome to the At You Two podcast, episode number 27. We are recording live on Blab, a video platform tonight. So if you are joining us on Wednesday, March 30th, welcome to the Blab video chat. If you're listening to our podcast uh, through any other sort of uh, platform after Wednesday, March 30th, then welcome to you as well. We are talking all things U2, including new album news, tour dates, and community discussions from the staff of that U2. This is podcast episode number 27, and I am not Chris Enns. My name is Matt McGee. And I should I, t- I should like talk in a in a little Cana- I should say out and about in a little Canadian accent <laughs> just for Chris. <laughs> I have a terrible Canadian accent. So we have um we have our we have lots to talk about tonight, right? Uh, we are live streaming on Blab, and Chris is not here because suddenly Chris thinks he deserves time off. Again, dude works like I'm, I'm starting twice to wonder about that Canadian vacation. Time. I know, right? He works like twice a month for us. What's the deal with that? He thinks he gets time off. Just just take the family and run. Anyway, so he's off. So I'm going to play host, and I promise not to do a bad Canadian impression. Let's do um, introductions before we get started. And Tasula, we'll start with you. Why don't you introduce yourself? Let's see. Introduce yourself, plus where you are, part of the world. And tell us the last U2 album that you listened to from start to finish and when Ooh, ooh, right good that's, question. that's a good one isn't it yeah, yeah it's right on the spot here thanks okay. See, i'm better than chris already look at this <laughs> bam well if it takes us a long time to think about it maybe not but let me um well i can tell you my name i'm tasula obviously at tasula as you can see on your screen um on twitter this is my yeah, 12th this year on at you too i think and I am in Seattle currently. I'm home. One of the rare weeks I'm actually home. And I'm about to be joined by our staff emeritus, Michelle Watson. Shout out, Michelle. She is in Portland right now, and she's coming to my house on Monday. So if oh, this is just a few fun. days later, we, you would have had a two-for-one. Oh. So I'm excited about that. That's Her awesome. First visit here. Yeah. First visit here since the 2011 U2 concert. So. Awesome. And you guys should come over here. I know. She was like, so how quick, how quick is it to drive to Mats? I'm like, well, I've never actually driven to Mats. All the times I've ever visited him, I've been on a plane. So <laughs> it tells you how fast the, the trip really is. But um, anyway, so the last album I listened to start to finish, believe it or not, was The Joshua Tree on vinyl, no less. On vinyl? On vinyl. When was this? Yeah. This was about two weeks ago when I got back from Toronto when I was in Canada. I was in Canada on a business trip and something, somebody sent me something or I got a picture sent from our, or I looked at your page. There was something that you posted about when we visited the tree not so long ago. I did see that. Okay. So that's what sparked, I guess. And when I get home from a trip, when I've been on the road, I travel a lot for work, like more than I actually even want to at this point. And when I get home, sometimes I just need to completely decompress. And whether that be trashy television or a book or (laughs) music, you know, who knows? It depends on the night. This night I came home and I turned on my record player and Joshua Tree was the first thing because I had seen that. And of course I started it and let it play. There you go. That was right around the anniversary of the release. That's right. So, yes, that's what it was. That's what it three was. Three weeks or so ago. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, All right. right. Now, who's this other person in the chat? 
It's the wee little lass from the basement. <laughs> what was your potty mouth, McBoston, or something? <laughs> yeah, mouth, McBoston. Thanks, Pleak. Yes. <laughs> Good old Sherry here. Yeah, we we uh, we are coming to you live from my basement um, on the on the East Coast, where it's way past my bedtime. But I don't mind. It's it's all rock and roll. Um, last U two album I listened to, start to finish, was Zuropa. And that was yesterday. Really? Mm-hmm. In the house, in the car? In the house. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, so I didn't give my answer, I guess, right? Yeah, so, what's yours? So I'm Matt McGee, and I'm in Tri-Cities, Washington, and which is east of Seattle. By, by To answer your question, Sola, it's about a three-and-a-half-hour drive. So not something you do lightly, but not too bad either. So, so it's... It's a Gilligan's Island journey. It's, you could call it that. It's, but much more, well, I was going to say much more pretty, but only the last. It was pretty. The but... last hour going into Seattle is is nice going over the mountains. Yeah. But other than that. All right. So anyway, the last uh, U2 album that I listened to in full was Songs of Innocence, which I listened to in my car within the last week. And I just thought, wow, this is such a good album. I hadn't listened to it in, in quite a long time. So there you go. Now what do we do? Where's Chris when we need him? <laughs> he, would, he would play a silly sound. Yes, right he now. would play a silly sound. Sandalwood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Sherry, you weren't here last time. You missed the um, the Adam Clayton tribute podcast, and I don't know where you were or how we gave why we gave you the night off, but we did. I, and, I was sleeping. And then and and then like a week later you finally listened to it listened to it and you were just sent all, all these tweets correcting us the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I kind of felt bad because I'm going the one week, the one week right. I take off. And uh and so you know, I I threw out there a uh, ask at you two question figuring, you know, yes. surely you've got a a boatload of expertise on on the podcast and nobody knew anything about Adam's various <laughs> nicknames. And I just started yelling at my car radio as I'm driving around. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know Sparky? What do you mean? We got what, Sparky. What oh, I would have known no, that. No, no, you guys questioned Sparky. You guys questioned that one. So That's so, my dog's um, name. So ironically, the reason why I thought it wouldn't be this this great big of a deal is because it was part of our own events pub quiz in Vancouver, where we asked people who came out to our oh, event right. to name some of Adam's nicknames. That, was, so, that night was chaos, though. I don't even remember that we did a quiz that night, much less what the questions and answers were. We had prizes. It was fantastic. I was, like, throwing posters to people and shirts and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, I was in in complete shock that you guys didn't remember it. So we've got Sparky, Silver Fox, Mrs. Burns, which you guys got, Spoon Boy, Posh Spice, which you guys got. You had <laughs> Madam Clayton last week, but he's also Madam been known Clayton. as Sir Clayton. <laughs> Madam Clayton's great. Yes, yes. So, you know. I was I was just appalled, you know, thinking, oh, my gosh, come on. We are a fan site. Nobody knows. The <laughs> for this guy. Come on. Shameful. I'm good. So, I'm good. I'm good at concert dates, though. So you can, you know, right. pick a pick a date from the last 30 or 40 years. I used to be able to do this. I probably couldn't anymore. But I yeah. used to be I used to be people just walk up to me and say, you know, like, you know, August 7th, you know, 
1987, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that was Rome or Paris or whatever. And, and they'd look at them like, oh, my God. But I, I don't think I could do that anymore. Nicknames. Okay. I have no idea. I have no idea on nicknames. Okay. So concert dates, 313.92. Boston. No, Worcester. Worcester. Oh, oh Boston, Worcester. Was, Boston okay. was the 17th. Yeah, Boston was the 17th, yeah. right? Okay. So, so getting to be at Adam's birthday show um, that was one of my Adam memories that I would have shared on last podcast because we had the last row of seats, uh, uh, for that concert, thanks to propaganda. Um, and during mysterious ways, the band had brought out somebody dressed up as a playboy bunny who tried to seduce Adam, uh, while he's trying to play the song and, they got the feather boa and the bunny ears and the little bunny tail and everything. And for that whole song, everybody's just cracking up because Adam just didn't know what the hell to do. <laughs> well, he may have known what so to that do. Was a fun he, night. he just was probably thinking it wouldn't yeah. be appropriate. <laughs> this is a family show after all, you know? That's right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, that was my favorite Adam moment besides him crashing a little birthday party that I've planned you know which we did mention right yeah 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 we did mention yeah but it's worth mentioning so 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 chris is probably when chris is listening to this on friday or whenever he's going to listen to this he's probably cringing like matt didn't do the miscellany section yet they didn't do the inbox yet so why don't we just we'll get onto that so okay so under the chris isn't here yeah screw the agenda right (laughs) not here (laughs) we'll do it our way that's the revolution I kept it clean. I kept it clean. Thank you. Yeah. We'll do it our way and he'll like it. So, okay. So under the miscellaneous section, I'm supposed to remind everybody that if you take a selfie while you're listening to our podcast and post it on Instagram or Twitter, you should use the hashtag at YouTube podcast and then Chris will do something with it. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. And then you can also and, yeah, yeah, do it at your own risk. And then also anytime during the week, during the month, send a tweet out with the hashtag AskAtU2, and that you can use that to ask us a question or suggest a topic or just comment on what's going on on our podcast, and we will use that for our inbox, which makes the perfect segue to our inbox. Dun, dun, dun. Is there theme music for the inbox? Dun, 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 dun. I'm posting a selfie. Oh, good for you. All right, let's do, uh, let's do our inbox. We have one, two, three, four, about six or seven questions here. Um, at Roach745 says, when will the greatest band of all time come to Atlanta? I assume, I assume he means you too. <laughs> could be Pearl Jam. I don't know. Could be Bruce Springsteen. Um, we don't know the answer to that, right? We have no, it's not like we're holding, we're not holding any info back on tour dates. I would bet, I would bet that it's later this year. Cause I would assume they're going to tour this year and we'll talk about that in a little bit during the table and i would assume they're going to play atlanta and the other places they didn't play last year okay all right um at hiding in the berg that is our friend hi right uh where's, hi eileen yes yes the, she's our friend yes. no i know i just i lost my place in, oh there she is okay um at hiding in the berg says any updates you can she actually got this answered already on Twitter. She said, but we'll answer it anyway. Any updates you can share, RE, the next U2 conference or get Scott on uh, nicely and grill him for info. <laughs> and there is no update on the U2 conference. Scott has said it's going to happen next year. I We're think- sort of waiting for tour dates because he doesn't want to right. uh, yeah, um, I don't blame uh, him. I wouldn't either. conflict. So, you know, uh, uh, um, um, 
Mr. The Edge, if you've finished creating your IKEA thing, could you just let <laughs> it know? Because we got a little planning to do, you know, a little confab number three. It'd be, it'd be a lot of fun. Right. They said announcing soon, right? Could yeah, be. probably right after the uh, uh, Innovator Award that they'll get on the third. No, that would be a dream, but I'm not holding my breath for it that soon. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so the next conference is supposed to be next year. That's, uh, I think, about all we know at this point. Um, okay, at Mysterious Days, that is Vid says, uh, ask at you two, do you think any of the band members besides Bono travel with security when on vacation? Tasuli, you want to take this one? I wondered where she was getting the idea that Bono did travel with security, unless she's seen something that I haven't seen recently. Because in the past, he has not had security. And I don't know if that's cool to say, but this is, I'm, ta- I'm going on years ago when I was around his family for something, there was no security. I see, I see him with security at some things, but you're right. So not at all of them. So maybe like public appearances, like speaking engagements, that totally is probably true. But, um, but like if she's referencing like when he's in the refugee camp or whatever, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't see, I don't see, uh, what's the security guy's name? Brian Murphy, I think. Yeah. I don't see, I didn't see him in any of the photos mm-hmm. from, from the refugee stuff, but he was there with a lot of one campaign people True. And part of a group that way. So maybe he, you know, maybe, true. you know, there's no need for Brian's services, but that's true. I, yeah. And I don't, I doubt the others. I don't know. I have no idea if they do. I, it's, um, well, Edge's yeah. security guard is the, you know, he's a big hoss and I see him in some photos. Um, I but no again, idea. again, like at official events. Or yeah. Like, I, I, yeah. You're right. It, it, it makes depends. sense. It totally makes sense if they're at places where people know they're going to be, where they're scheduled to appear. If there was some sort of threat against them, then. Yeah, they have coverage, but. All right. Uh, Vid at Mysterious Days asked a second ask at you two question. Do you know where Larry is? Sherry, you know where Larry is. (laughs) He was apparently watching Bruce Springsteen in New York City. And according to Andy Green, wasn't really enjoying the river. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And they played Hungry Heart. Come on. Right I just, do you wonder, like, I don't picture Larry being the type to really get into somebody else's concert, you know, like, I don't picture him to be there, you know, singing, yeah. everybody's got it, right? Like, yeah, I agree with you. I don't know. So I kind of, I read that when I read his tweets, I was like, but that may just be Larry. I mean, he just, he could be having the time of his life and he would not necessarily right. look like he's having the time of his life. I'm right? trying to think back if I remember, I've seen plenty of footage of him at football games looking very happy and. You know, but that's sports. But that's sports, yeah. So I don't know. They do love their soccer, right? Yeah. Foot- Either that football. or well, in American or, football, yeah. Or maybe Larry was like, "Wait a minute, this has been three hours. Will this guy ever get off stage?" <laughs> that's right. That's right. He may have been a little upset about that. Or that he was like thinking, "Damn, we haven't done that yet. We need to play an entire album, start to finish." I think that's what he was doing. He was probably I, I the, the. I hope the, that's what he was doing. Yeah, the gears well, were turning it, in his head the whole time. Yeah, it won't be passengers. That's for sure. No, it won't be. <laughs> okay. Uh, next question is from at thirty seconds to AFI. I guess this one's for me. Is there a way I can review my answers on your YouTube fan survey? Ooh. And I, worse. I think, <laughs> yeah, they want to maybe change the answers. Yeah. I think, you know, it's, it, I think that used to be possible. Um, this, the, the, the site we use is called question pro and we haven't done this since 2012. And since between 2012 and now 
the feature set for the cheap, you know, the inexpensive plan. Where I think we pay like $150 a year for the service. And the feature set has changed dramatically. And I think you used to be able to review your answers, but I don't think you can do that now. So I, so I think the answer to that question is no, which is unfortunate. Right. And, and the, um, Fabiano just, um, asked the question, uh, when do you think uh, you guys will be posting the outcomes of the survey? Matt, you're, you're looking at doing that starting in, um, in, in April, right? I would say like maybe May. Monday starting. No, we can start, I think we can start Monday. Which is April. Which, Which is, yeah. Friday's April. Fr- Friday's April, technically. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully Monday it's, um, it's, yeah, it should be hopefully easier to, um, easier to post than it has been in past years. I got my fingers crossed for that. So, and we'll do it in stages again. We'll do like a bunch, you know, one week and then a bunch the next week and then a bunch the next week and that sort of thing. So, all right. And then another survey related question for, this is from at Philip Moran says pretty confident. I'm the only person to put at Jimmy Buffett as my other favorite artist. Can you confirm or am I not alone? And Philip, I checked this about, uh, three hours ago and there was one other person that listed Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's two U2 fans that call Jimmy Buffett their favorite, their second favorite artist. So there you go. Who did you guys list, by the way, for that? Me? Have you even, have you even taken it yet? I absolutely I just took it. it. Mr. You just, Boss, you told us to take it like immediately. So I just I took, I just, I just did mine like three nights ago. Oh, so. I did mine like the day after you posted it. Um, I, of course, I put the Beatles. The Beatles, okay. Once we uh, sorted out our um, um, spyware uh, program, I was then able to take it, and I put down Imagine Dragons. Oh, interesting. Okay, I put down Boxer Rebellion, and there's two other Boxer Rebellion answers there too. So oh. I was pleased. I was pleased to see that. Okay, uh, one last question, and this one's a fun one. This is from. This is from for the inbox. Um, this is from. I think it's from Stewart. From Stewart is yeah, that the name? From, from, from Zoom. From at Zuropa underscore U2 Trib. Yeah, that's the... Is that the uh, one you're talking about? Yep. Um, that's the um, tribute band in um, Ireland that um, Desula got serenaded by on her birthday. Oh, awesome. Very cool. Very cool. So, all right. So Stuart or whoever it is using the band's, the tribute band's account says, all right, let's give it a go for fun. Can you name 12 U2 songs that feature a person's name in the title? Okay, I did not cheat, although I did run these answers by my husband a little while ago. I came up I with think, one. I think I've got it. I think I got it. Gosh, All 12? I think I got it. What? We got <clears throat> Holy Joe. Technically, Jay Swallow, because Jay is short for Johnny. Oh. Treasure, whatever happened to Pete the Chop. Iris. Elvis ate America. Elvis Presley in America. The Miracle of Joey Ramone. Iris, Grace. You already said Iris. Gloria. No, you said Iris I didn't twice. Say Grace. You said Iris no. already. You said Iris twice. Yeah. No, Holy Joe, Johnny Swallow, <laughs> Treasure, whatever happened to Pete the Chop, Elvis ate America, Elvis Presley in America, The Miracle of Joey Ramone, Iris, Grace, Gloria, Yahweh, Lucifer's Hands, and Billy Bula. Wow. That's 12. Are there others that people can think of off the top? That covers any that I would come up with. Huh. All right, Stuart, Zuropa, U2 Trib, 
I hope you're listening at some point and you're going to have to tweet again with Ask at You Too and let Sherry know if she got all 12 right or if there's one or two. Yeah. And then we'll follow up in the next podcast when Chris is back, hopefully. <laughs> Under the miscellany, right? <laughs> Under the miscellany, right? Which is, yeah, which is what we already passed. All right. So, um, Sherry, that's fantastic. I would never have come up with all of those. I would have mm-hmm. come up with Gloria, Grace, and Iris would have been about <laughs> it for me. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right, so give Sherry some props if you're in the blab. Give Sherry some props. There we go. It's not a scoreboard. All right, let's go on to the uh, to the roundtable, gang, shall we? Um, <sighs> edge. I'm so angry. <laughs> so for those, if anybody is tuning in and you've been traveling all week and you have no idea what's going on, the <laughs> news came out a couple days, or yesterday, I guess it was, Tuesday, uh, in a rollingstone.com article where edge says u2 is quote still in the weeds as far as recording uh, its next album and said the it's he has no idea when that it might be released and oh my gosh 50 song ideas of which 50 right yeah, <laughs> yeah five zero of, five zero of which the band seems to like about 20 of them. So am I overreacting that this is just like a humongous step back from the possibility <laughs> of having an album anytime soon? So what happened that night of our little party when they were doing the podcast with the Are You Two Talking yeah. to Me? And they heard new material almost you know, ready to go to the pressing plant. What happened to those songs? What happened to all of this material that was just about ready? Did they come back to Dublin uh, a few weeks ago, have another listen to it and say, oh, crap, we got to start all over again? And because that's what it's sounding like to me. It sounds like they they are completely starting over. Knowing them, probably. I mean... This isn't surprising. That's what was killing me. I actually jumped on our Facebook page. I, I managed part of the Facebook page and I was in there looking at responses and things when Matt posted it. And I I couldn't believe the the venom. Like it's like oh my you, gosh, you've gotta be kidding me. Like this can't be shocking to you. If you know anything about the band and their patterns and their history, this is par for the course, if anything. Like I'm not I'm not happy about it, but I'm certainly not ready to like overturn a table. Right. No, I agree. It's 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 not surprising, but it is frustrating, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But if they go back out on the road, I don't really care. I'll see the same show again and be completely happy. But it doesn't surprise me in so far as contractually, they are with Live Nation until 2020. Why would they want to rush anything? (laughs) They owe the record label how many albums left. Why would they rush anything? Yeah. I think they're going to try to stretch everything out until that contract ends. They're going to stretch it out till music is no longer profitable in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> really, be giving it away for free. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's. Oh, but speaking of which, I I saw one of the you know you get the Google alerts and you know so this has been going nuts in uh, you know all across you know online music sites and all that sort of stuff and um and <laughs> one of the headlines was. Uh, Watch out, watch, you know, watch your iPhones. Edge says U2 has 50 song ideas or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or 
or something, <laughs> which I thought was just a brilliant it's headline. Awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> well, and that's one thing. I did think about that, too. He had mentioned that they were trying to think of another inventive way to get the music out in a different way that no one had ever let the music out before. If they're waiting for whatever that is to develop, if it's technology, et cetera, et cetera, it could be a while. So it could be. So you're right. So so that could be that could be or one could be thing. Factor. That could, that could be one factor is that they were, I mean, they said specifically, Bono said specifically that they were working with Apple. This yes. was in the, this was in the Time Magazine article, you know, a year, year and a half ago, whenever, when, yeah. when Songs of Innocence came out. Specifically, they're working with Apple on a new format, you know, it's going to revolutionize, you know, music distribution and all this sort of stuff. So that may play into it. I think that's a good point, Tasula. Um Sherry, you have mentioned also in the past health possible issues and surgery. Right, right. And- because Bono's accident was in November of 2014. And in interviews, he has said that they needed to wait about 18 months to assess how the nerve damage has um, has started repairing itself because nerves regenerate at such a slow rate of speed. So if that is the case, if he is uh, deemed uh, able to go in for the surgery to repair what happened with his arm and, and his wrist and his hand, then he will need time to do that, to recoup, to do physio and and all of that stuff. So, you know, 18 months from, from then is in May. Um, and obviously, they're not going to say anything about it. But, you know, looking at the writing on the wall, I have to question if that's also playing into it. And, 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 and I mean, I think we should emphasize that that's purely speculation. I mean, he right. looks sure. he, I mean, he's traveling to Africa. He's I mean, he's going about life as he did before the accident. So but he really wants to play that guitar again. You know, he feels like. <laughs> How do you, did he well, tell he you lost that? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, maybe he's over it. How yeah. do we know? Like, I, know. <laughs> I don't know. I think he traded in his guitar for the megaphone. I think he's probably a happy guy. It makes his voice louder. I don't think so. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh no. <laughs> All right, for those listening on the podcast, Sherry just pulled out a megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> she has a table of props, apparently. The other night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Props to Sherry for owning a megaphone. <laughs> um, all right, so so yeah, and you know what? The and the other thing that's frustrating about it too is that just what just days or so ago, we heard some new music actually. Yeah. Did you guys listen to the the Fender thing? Of course. What What do you think about that? I love. I thought it sounded I great. It. Yeah, I was happy with it. It sounded like idea number thirty seven. <laughs> I mean, it was such a small little snippet of it, and know, it, was it was only, but it was good. It was only Edge playing along with it, with the bongo lees going on in the background. It didn't sound like it was anything that was ready for prime time. Oh God, no! But something, you know. But the vibe was good. Like where they were going with it, I was fond of. Yeah, I agree with that. And it was, I mean, look, it was far enough along that there's actual Bono vocals that go along with this, and there was Larry drums. I mean, so it was. Yeah. It wasn't like it was just Edge, you know, doing a solo thing, which is what he talks about in that Rolling Stone article. Where he's like, oh, you know, it's just me fiddling around with some ideas that I haven't even shared with the band. Well, that idea was clearly shared with the band. But but the question becomes, is that really Larry's drums or was he using Larry's recorded um, um, drum loops that 
that he did on behalf of Edge. I mean, only a few people know the truth behind it. So I'm not jumping to any kind of conclusion about the uh, the uh, way that that song is progressing. Chances are we may never even get to hear it. So I'm trying not to get my hopes up. <laughs> Debbie Downer. <laughs> I know, right? Wow. Let's get our hopes up. We're you two fans for crying out loud. Now we have to be realistic about where they are in the process. If they're saying 50, there's no way they're going to be getting out anything anytime soon. Prove me wrong, Bono. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm looking at you. I'm right here. Just just to give you a sense of how desperate U2 fandom is for, for, for U2 news and specifically for new songs, that story that we wrote was shared 1,367 <laughs> times on Facebook. Well. Right? Like, that's like an all-time record for, for at U2, I think. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, just... I don't know. It's... So, 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 all right. So if you had to guess album this year, I mean, does, does this mean no album this year? Probably. I think we can reasonably assume that that's not going to happen unless they do some sort of live thing. I put on the survey 2018. 2018. Oh my God. I don't think 2018. I, I don't, I'm going to hit my mute button while I curse. Yeah. <laughs> I would say twenty fall of 2017, fourth quarter 2017. Now, if they're going back out on the road, if, that's the big if, and we think they're that this is going to happen. Road. And what I think is going to happen is, is they are going to get as far as they can, go back out on the road, fiddle a little bit, come back and be like, oh, we've got another 80 things. And all that stuff. I, I don't have any faith in this system. I've been burnt too many times thinking that the new album's coming and then nothing. <laughs> and then they go and drop wow. it at some Apple event and we're all scrambling. So who the hell knows? <laughs> it could come out tomorrow. It might already be on our phones for all right, That's right. Would somebody it's already check? embedded on this microchip. <laughs> it would be here. awesome if they launched it during one of our podcasts. That's what they really should do. That would be incredible. Maybe yeah. they'll embed it in like the new VR Oculus glass. Or something there you like that. Go. That's probably the new mode. Sherry, I rely on you to be one of the most cheerful, optimistic <laughs> members of the team. And you are set, you're like 2018. You're just like, it's so like bringing me down. After all of these years, <laughs> she's speechless. There's actually an Octune baby on this that, that Kelly did, where it's got the mathematics. Uh, um, on a chalkboard where it's like four years, 18 weeks, da 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 number of days or whatever. You have to look at the mathematical data on this. And the data doesn't lie. I hope that, speaking of Kelly, I hope she's having a field day with their Instagram posts and things like that. Because like, I, I, I want to see her so do much. Ikea instructions for Edge. I want, the, I I want the Bono laying with the in and out thing on him like that yeah, was, that made my that was great that was great, that was great. she's why well, wait i wish i should have asked her but isn't there like part two of the coloring book coming up oh possibly of the, yeah of the coloring yeah, sheets yeah probably she's been sick I, though this week so oh uh, she's, well, that's she's in bed like the cat was on her yesterday and taking her temperature and stuff so not good <laughs> the, the cat was taking her temperature well, the, cat, the cat like knew she was sick apparently they do. I oh, my gosh. Wow. And so she had the thermometer in her mouth. She's laying there with her blanket looking awful, you know, and the cat's like 
like tending to her. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope she's feeling better and yeah. we're, we, we'll, we'll gratefully accept any coloring sheets or whatever it may be for the next octune yeah. whenever, whenever she's back to speed. So getting back to what we were just talking about in that article, um, and we were talking about potential of tour. I'll, I'll just read for what the, the, the Rolling Stone article. It says, quote, although the band is working on the record, it's possible that fans may see you two live again before they hear a new album. Although Edge wasn't specific on timing, he said the band hoped to get back on the road, quote, sooner rather than later. Ding, ding, ding. And that its intention was to make an announcement, quote, fairly soon. So, Why wouldn't they use the iHeartRadio or the iHeartMedia award thing? How do you know they won't? Some sort of announcement. How do you know they won't? Exactly. Yeah. Like, they're going to be broadcast live on radio across the nation. They'll be on television with it. Why wouldn't they use that as an opportunity? (laughs) <laughs> they could they're they're very good at timing that kind of announcement with press and it is on live it's on t- it's what tbs or something like that is that what what i think it is so yeah they could i just i don't know i just it feels i want to say that it feels too early but they announced things like a, i remember we were buying tickets for like in a december. year in advance yeah, yeah in december, december for, for may for yeah. so <laughs> well that that would be interesting. So the tour would be. I just wonder how the how how different would the tour be, right? Like it won't be. If it's doesn't if it doesn't have any new material, it won't be. Hmm. I mean, all right. But, but there was a lot of cities I, that didn't get that tour, so that makes that, sense. Think about the message that they brought across Europe about the refugee crisis. Yeah. Think about what Bono just did on Good Morning America, trying to highlight and great. knowing and and trying to convince the American public about the type of support that is needed to have this type of a presidential election and not have you huh. two on tour trying to persuade voters and stuff like that. I can't see why they wouldn't be doing the U.S. for third and fourth quarter of this year, bringing forth that refugee message. And please don't elect an idiot. By the way, it's going to be speaking, difficult this time around. Sp- speaking of which, I think I think that reminds me. I think that gets to the reason that we're not going to get an album this year because, mm. as we know, every time U2 releases an album. In a U.S. election year, that's right. The Republican, the Republican candidate win. wins. Yeah, that's true. They better hold and off. So it's looking like oh. Mr. Trump is going to be the nominee, and Stop. so if we get a U2 album, then oh, you know, right? Like scary stuff. And I don't want to get too much into politics, but everyone I know on both parties, yes, that's something is we afraid of that. On. We all agree on this, <laughs> and that's all speculation. Yeah. We have yeah. no proof on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we do have proof historically that that's what happens right. in the oh, U.S. election years. Absolutely. Yeah. That every time, seriously, every time they've released an album in a U.S. Right. election year, the Republican candidate has won. They have that's to. They have to. 1980, wait. 84, 88, um, 2000, and 2004. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? That's Ooh. like the creepiest. It's like the creepiest, it craziest thing. All right. So we're, we're, we're okay on time. Stuff and. 
and all that. Yeah, we got time. Well, we talked. Well, we talked about the Fender guitar video already. We we covered that. Let's go into yeah. topic wait, wait, number wait, wait, two. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Though about the Fender guitar thing, there was a line in there that caught me. It's Edge said that they want to be where the culture is developing. So that was a very interesting takeaway about how they try to um, research or hang with innovators or with people who are tastemakers. Uh, um, um, that's what I took from that, that because they're always looking forward to the next best thing or the next greatest thing. And in, and in some of the uh, press that we saw around the uh, time of Ordinary Love, how Bono and Edge were hanging with some up-and-coming artists and stuff like that. I thought that it was really interesting that that he phrased it in such a way where culture is developing, that they want to be there. I think that means they're going to be a lot more active on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, you two aren't on Snapchat. And I'm I'm on it. I just don't have any friends. I am on it. I have, you too. <laughs> I, I, Wait, I think, I think we just parent. got a title for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. My millennial friend at work, like he is on it constantly. And I know, he's always right? like rolling his eyes at me because I don't participate. I'm getting the hang of it. I'm getting actually really good at it. My son disagrees, but I, I think I'm really I think I'm really good at it. <laughs> I don't have a motivation to give myself a mustache and a wig and send that out to the world. I don't know. You, you don't know? be like, barfing out rainbows or anything? No, I don't need to spit rainbows or have unicorn horns or anything. Like, yeah. You have no idea the fun you're missing. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? Right. <laughs> you guys are much younger than me. That's you know, not much. <laughs> not, 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 <laughs> no, trust me, the way I feel. Yeah. All right. So topic number two, moving on from. So um, and we talked we touched on this a little bit, uh, but we can touch on it more. Bono in uh, Jordan and he was in Kenya. And all of a sudden, just out of the blue, he shows up on ABC. Good morning, America. Right. Did you, yeah. Did we know about this in advance? No. I knew about it 15 minutes before uh, the program began because I was watching Twitter. And Sherry, you, uh, you, and you, yeah, you live tweeted it. You wrote up the article and all this sort of stuff. And it's, I mean, it's, and he's there with the one campaign. And I just, I don't, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm not surprised he was there, but I guess I was actually kind of surprised he was there because I don't associate the refugee situation with what one campaign with the AIDS and the debt and all that sort of stuff. So it just, uh, it took me a little bit to sort of, I guess, wrap myself around this. Am I the only one? I saw it as because the crisis has been worsening and the focus has been so much on what was going on in Syria and how Europe has, has been treating the refugees and it's, and it hasn't gotten any better. Um, that there is a new, well, it's not new because this particular refugee camp has been around for 25 years, but what's been going on in the parts of the world that we know about, um, has, has, hasn't gotten any better that all the other areas hasn't gotten the type of coverage or press attention. So if you think about what's going on in Jordan. And as Bono mentioned in, in his um, remarks to David Muir, you know, Jordan is an ally of the U S Jordan plays a very important role in the middle East. And if this is happening and if something 
um, goes awry in Jordan, it could be a tipping point. It could start a negative domino effect. And perhaps what they're trying to do is to bolster what's going on in Jordan so that it doesn't spill over and get even worse, thus making uh, uh, the situation uh, more dire. Um, you know, because we we didn't know about it until until then, and and yet this has been going on for years. And with the amount of refugees that have been increasing um, over over the the few years, I mean, he gave a statistic that that it it was once ten thousand refugees a day, and now it's forty thousand. Where do these people go? There's nowhere for them to go. And if what's happening in um, in um, uh, Europe is is blocking those who are coming from Syria and from that area. What's happening to the African refugees? Um, and the concern is real that that all the progress that's been made by all of these uh, um, um, organizations that are focusing in on these issues uh, could start unraveling very very quickly. And then what? And that's what they're trying to figure out. I mean, the interesting thing to me, though, is that, I mean, he's talked in the past like there. He was criticized years ago for, you know, how come you and the one campaign aren't more vocal about, you know, climate change and global warming or how come you are not more vocal about this issue or that issue? And he's always said that he thinks that the that one and himself need to be laser focused on, you know, what was formed for, which was, you know, AIDS and debt. And that going off and trying to deal with these other these other issues sort of dilutes the message, I guess, was was what he said before. So that's, I guess, what kind of just struck me as sort of a change in approach um, was that he's always been very, you know, we need to focus just on AIDS and just on on the debt situation. Well, think about the debt situation. If you are in a country that (laughs) doesn't want that transparency because they have a regime that is um, hoarding all of the resources and the money and keeping it from the people, um, those people are going to feel threatened and they're going to try to get to a better place, get to a better life. So I think what's happening here does impact that debt issue because they've been going after transparency. They want, if, um, if any country is providing aid to these nations, they want to know where that money is going. And, and, and certain leaders don't want to share that. And there are very dangerous areas of, of, of the world that they're trying to go in there and to um, uh, improve. So I can see why one campaign would be doing this type of a thing. All right. And then related to that, there was uh, just uh, what I thought was a fantastic article uh, in Fortune magazine. And is he on the cover of like all of Fortune magazine or is it or that or is one of those things where they did different issues and he's on some covers and there's other people from this? What is it? 50 world's greatest leaders list. I haven't seen it yet. I think it's just him, but I, I keep going to my normal places. It's not there yet. Yeah, I I looked so. yesterday when I was out and about. I haven't seen it. Yet. Sherry, have you found it anywhere? Nowhere in the Boston area. I haven't found it. Huh. That was a fantastic article, though, huh? Yeah, great article. Well deserved. 
Yeah, I actually got a little. I actually got a little emotional <laughs> when right? I was watching, when I was reading that and watching right? the live. Like, dang, this guy's really cool. You know, yeah. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> so great to still be so proud of him. Yeah, exactly. And and, and him still making good decisions after yeah. all these years. Exactly. Exactly. I just and I wonder and, and that's the other thing too, to sort of wrap up all of these 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 roundtable topics. I always you know, he knows well in advance when this issue is coming out, right? You know, they did the photography, the the interviews and all this sort of stuff. And so he knows he's going to Jordan. And so then I just wonder about the decision for Edge to talk to Rollingstone.com when he did and for that to come out this week in relation to the to everything that's going on i just i'm i just i'm so curious about things were so quiet in youtube land for the last couple months and now all of a sudden we have this big stream of news Mm -hmm. some of it really cool and some of it really not cool yeah this is the ebb and the flow of youtube's news cycle you know they took the holidays off and and they're starting to grease up the machine again. So um, I think we just got to hold on tight and uh, ride the wave. And how can you be mad at the band for not, you know, cranking out new music when they're saving refugees? Right. That's true. I mean, that I can, is true. I can wait another year. Yeah, I can too. I just I just was so expecting something this year. And I, I'm normally not the type to get all anticipatory or whatever the word is antsy. Uh, antsy yeah that's a good word for it i i was just i don't know i just i sort of in my mind had this all figured out like what the next couple of years were going to look like <laughs> and obviously your rolodex yeah. of planning or whatever you're yeah you know so obviously you know my my plan and their plan different directions <laughs> on if the bright I were side to look into a crystal ball matt i would think that we will get at least one new song if not if not an album that's probably true. And uh, it might be a soundtrack in order to put up for Oscar consideration because they're still going after that Oscar. I hope they go after that Oscar. They, they've rightly deserved it before and not had it. Twice. Twice. You froze There up. you are. Yep. Am I back now? Speaking of, it was it was the Oscar curse. It was the frozen Oscar <laughs> curse. <laughs> Just let it go, Matt. Let it go. Damn it, that oh, song. Let it go. The grave. <laughs> anyway, you so you can hear me now, okay? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, so what I was going to say was that they could do what they did on the 360 tour, potentially, if they're going to tour this year and or next year before an album comes out, is play one or two of those new songs like they did. Wave on three six mercy and they played North Star, then North Star turned into Glastonbury, which then turned into uh it made another um um that goodness, which one did that one end up turning to? Uh uh Cedarwood Road, didn't it? So how about Larry? How's that (laughs) just doing How many buttons did he have undone in New York at the Concert. Oh, yeah. hi, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. I love this. The girls rule message. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Mellon Jr. <laughs> okay, so I got locked out again is what happened. You did. Sherry was trying to remember what Glastonbury turned into, and you just went away. Wow. And then it was audio only. And so then we took over. All right. Talked about Larry. So Chris, so, so Chris has some editing to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he gets for going on vacation. Exactly. Poor guy. All right. Why don't we, since we're, I think we're coming up on an hour. So why don't we uh, wrap things up? Um, 
This is the what's coming up section. So I'll do the first one, uh, which is the fan survey. If it's as we're recording, it's Wednesday evening. The fan survey has a little more than 24 hours left. If you are listening to this uh, or watching us live um, and you have not done the fan survey, please do it because we would love to get as many different people from around the world taking the fan survey. Uh, as of this afternoon, we were at about 3,400 or so. And so I would love to get up. I think last in 2012, we were at 3,500. So I'd love to get at least that many. And then we'll start posting the results like we talked about earlier, hopefully next week. Uh, what else is coming up? The iHeartRadio Award. Sher uh, Sherry, you want to explain what that is? That's on Sunday? Yeah, I believe so. That's the third, right? Um, yes. It's it's the uh, iHeart Media's uh, attempt to get a whole bunch of musicians together, give them awards that really don't mean anything for ratings. <laughs> uh <laughs> and it's going to work for us. <laughs> and it's, I'm totally tuning in. So, <laughs> all right. uh, so yeah, so that'll be Sunday across uh, uh, all of the iHeart radio stations, live uh, simulcast and on television. Right. I think it's on TBS or TNT or one of those. Or both. Or both. Who knows? Okay. Um, I, I also added this, that on April 13th, which I think is two weeks from tonight, we are going to be doing a tours-themed... <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What, am I, what are you laughing at? The messages? <laughs> Hiding in the Berg just uh, uh, said, darn, Matt, Matt McGee freeze out. It was your one chance to play Sleep Like a Baby tonight on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, okay. no, that will never get played as long as I'm involved. <laughs> anyway, uh, on, April, on April 13th, we're doing a tours themed podcast. We're going to have a couple of people working on the tour site. We're going to come in and talk about how that has been going and continues to go and what the what we've been working on there. Um, and so I think that is it. I think we succeeded in finishing the podcast. Why don't we uh, say goodbye to Sula? Why don't you let people know where they can find you if they need to chat with you? They can find me on Twitter at at Tasula. And it's right above my head if you're watching on Blab. But if you can't spell, it's T-A-S-S-O-U-L-A. Sherry? As always, at U2Com Sherry, right there if you're watching on Blab. Right. And mine is right there at Matt McGee. I should I should have registered at not Chris or something like that. For is there even <laughs> Or you should have done like I Matt McGee. Uh, yeah, right. That would have been perfect. We should have all been eyes tonight. That would have been funny. <laughs> there is oh, there is somebody who has at not Chris, but it's an unused account. Oh. But it's yeah. Oh well. I could have had that. Oh well. All right. So um, anyway, yeah, you can find uh, the podcast. I believe Chris is going to post or somewhere later this week on Friday at goodstuff.fm. We are on Twitter. It's twitter.com slash ATU and the number two. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash ATU2com. And as always, you can uh, connect with us and send questions, comments, topic ideas, etc. for the podcast by using ask at you too. Share it to Sula. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I am going to stop the recording button and we will see you guys again on the next podcast.